0: Welcome to Limitless Chatter. My name is Shelley. With me tonight is my Limitless Ministry partner, Stephanie. Howdy. Hi, Steph. And tonight we have a special guest with us, Rio Corbin. She is the school psychologist and also she is a youth leader at her church. So um, she has graciously agreed to join us in our show and we're so happy to have her. Welcome, Rio. Thank you. Hi, everybody. All right, before we get started, Steph, would you please lead us in prayer?
1: Okie dokie. Thank you. Father God, thank you once again for this opportunity to share your word, to do our best to encourage others, and we just ask, Lord, that you use us to be a beacon for those that need it, help this message find those that need to hear it, and help us to bless their hearts. And, and I just, Lord, our goal we just want to lead others to you. So help us to make that happen. In your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So our topic this evening is going to be the battle within. Um, Real brings to us a different perspective because she is a, a psychologist. So she has a different perspective. She can um, mesh the psychology part along with the spiritual part and give us some uh, tips on everyday life, I guess, of of the battle that goes on within us. So Rio, if you would go ahead and get started with us.
2: Sure. Yeah. I just like you said, Shelly, I really do think that it's really great because, you know, science and mental health and all of that stuff meshes so nicely with, I think, God and the Bible. And um, it's it's just really cool that you can look at science and find evidence for that in scripture. Um, So one thing like for me that helps me um, is kind of thinking about that mindset of the spirit versus mindset of the flesh um, and kind of helping me take a step back when I start to get frustrated or anxious or, um, you know, feeling depressed, like all of those things that are part of who I am, um, taking a step back and really trying to figure out you know, are these negative feelings I'm having or the mental health that I'm struggling with? Um, how can I take a step back and kind of see the bigger purpose behind it? Um, and one thing that, that has really helped me um, that I wanted to just like show you that I took off of my wall, I keep like um, scripture verses like all around our house, like I have a post-it note by our door and I have one written on my mirror as like affirmations. And so like that's a really great place where mental health and scripture can come together. So we talk about positive affirmations all the time. Um, but I really struggle with kind of anxiety and falling asleep at night. And so I wrote myself like a little um, prayer that I read, that's like literally right by my face when I fall asleep. So I'm like looking at it. Um, and then also I have um, Psalm 48 written, which is in peace, I will lie down and sleep for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. And so just like Yeah, just pulling together like all of these scripture pieces that can help me lean on my own mental health. So that's kind of like my starting point for where that comes together.
0: Right. I recently listened to a Stephen Verdict message. Uh, Love me some Stephen. But um, he was talking about how when we live in a negative environment and we are surrounded by negativity all the time, that's what we get used to and what we get comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And when we, that, when we don't have that, we don't have that negative peace feeding into us, we will seek it out. It's just our human nature to find something negative. I mean, we've all been in that place where things are going so great. And we're like, just waiting for the shoe to drop because we we're just so used to everything being negative. Mm-hmm. And when things are positive, we're, we're confused by that. We're like, um, what is happening here? Wow. <laughs> Why is this yeah. so good? Something's bound to happen to make this bad again. So yeah. I love that you have those um, affirmations throughout your home. Yeah, I, well,
2: and I, I would love to like jump on that too because what I think is really interesting about what you just said is like, you know, we have like over 60,000 thoughts in a day and at least 70% of them are negative.
1: Oh, wow. Um, and, oh, wow. and yeah,
2: and and the reason why is because our, our brains are, you know, Created to help keep us safe, and so sometimes safety for us ends up being negative thoughts, and it's really our Mm. brain trying to protect us. Um, And so, you know, we Jesus gives us this blueprint to like make our mind right, Um, and you know, we have this really amazing body that does things to keep us safe and, and growing and learning. We have to be able to take a step back and, you know, see things as they really are, not how my brain, like, reacts to them. I think that's really a great point, because it is so easy for us to get sucked into the negative.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say the same thing about how it is so easy to fall into that. It's actually more work, I have found, to be positive (laughs) than it is to be negative. It is. It is. It really is. (laughs) And I, and I, and it's, that's kind of a bummer, honestly, when I think about like, you know, I have to work at being positive sometimes. I I have to really work and go, okay, where's the good in this? Mm -hmm. And the fact that it is so easy to just gravitate toward the negative and that that's just where we're, our, our minds are drawn. Um, I like the idea of having those positive reminders visually around you so that you can draw your brain back to the positive.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think one of my like words that I keep coming back to as like um, something to anchor myself is reframe. And so like, you know, I have this negative thought or, and I'm really guilty of this because I I have pretty, um, you know, significant anxiety sometimes. And it's so easy to get caught into the, I'm not good enough, or, you know, this person doesn't like me. Or, um, these people don't care, or I'm, I'm not going to be enough for my job. We, all three of us work in education and it's so easy to feel like we're never doing enough. And so Mm -hmm. to be able to take that step back and see things as they really are. And I think something that's helped me a lot is focusing on, you know, peace is such a big message from Jesus. And he does like, we aren't guaranteed to have a life that's, that's free of trials and tribulations, but it's, I'm going to be there with you through this. Right. And I'm going to give you that peace that you need, even during really hard times of your life. And that's something that I found a lot of comfort in um, my, the verse that I have written on my mirror in the bathroom is like my, like live and die by verse and it's Psalm 94:19. And it's when anxiety was great within me, your comfort brought me joy or your consolation brought me joy. And so like, that's one that I feel like is always speaking to my heart.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. So what did, is it on a piece of paper on your mirror or did you physically write on the mirror? I just, I'm
2: just curious. Yeah, I, um, I have like a dry erase marker that I, okay. I write in just in case I ever change my mind or like I'm like find a different, you know, piece of scripture that's really talking to yeah. me, but that, that's usually the one. Um, and then I have uh, one right by my door that's about, you know, ask for what you need. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I'm sure that it gets on my husband's nerves that I just have all these like post-its everywhere, Um, but even he, um, I think I gave him one. I'm at his desk because he works from home right now, (laughs) but like he was going through something and so I scribbled a little scripture and like left it and he had it on his computer for a long
0: time too. Uh, Stephanie and I, oh, sorry, sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. Okay. We were, we were shopping uh, one evening at a um, Christian bookstore, and I bought, like, a whole pack of these um, little scripture cards. They're just, like, business cards. bought a whole bunch of them because I couldn't decide. I just bought them all, and so I came home, and, I, like, my husband was hunting. He was out of town, and I, I put them all over the house, and it took him a while, but eventually he's, like, where did all the scriptures all over the house come from? Like, I put them all over, like, in every room, there's a card. <laughs> it took them a while. She did, time. too. I
1: she did. did. They're, They're everywhere. They're still <laughs> there.
0: But it's so great to
2: have those, like, physical reminders so close. Yes. And I think that's mm-hmm. something that's helpful, you know. I, I, and, like, I'm a big believer in, like, mental health practices and coping strategies. And I, I feel like, you know, I have these, like, you know, think about your circle of control, or, you know, practice deep breathing and all these things. But then also, like, I can slide in um, these, like, spiritual practices. And I, I just started reading a book yesterday, I think it's called, like, spiritually, emo- emotional relationships, or I just started it. But like, one of the big things is taking time to just be still during the day. And yeah. that is so aversive to me <laughs> as someone who's like, constantly moving between buildings and work and all of these other things. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And just taking that time to just be still, whether it's just reflecting or praying or, you know, thinking about one, like, uh, verse. Um, And then, like, if your mind starts to wander, like, nope, got to come back to the present moment right now. And that's such a hard practice.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Shelly and I were just talking about that the other day, Mm -hmm. about carving out that time, that Mm -hmm. it's not just something that we're just going to be like, oh, Okay, well, I have some extra free time Uh because usually we don't think about our free time, we just fill it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh with something. Yeah, you know, we fill it with something, whether it's good for us or not, we fill it with something. Uh And we were talking, she had heard a message about, you know, what do you spend your time doing? Yeah, where's your time going? Because, you know, and we thought, she and I were both thinking, we have five to ten minutes that we could literally carve out. I know we do. I know I do. Oh, absolutely. That we could, yeah, that we could carve out to spend praying or, like you said, focusing on a verse or um, reading the <sighs> word. And I'll be honest, we were we made it a pledge that we were going to start doing that. I fail. It's only been two days or three days. <laughs>
0: Okay. We, we, we'll get there. We just, you know, though um, we are in such a busy society that it's hard whenever we're stopping and we're, we're meditating on God and spending that time, just quiet time. It doesn't feel natural mm-hmm. to just be still because we're so used to being on the go and we have so much to do. I know mm-hmm. we're teachers. We have a bunch. We know that. We know other people do too. But there's always something to be done for those kids and for the classroom and for our mm-hmm. lessons. And it feels never ending. So for us to be able to sit, even if it's just 10 minutes and be still, it's hard. It really is. And, and we've, we've vowed, like she said, we've vowed we're going to do this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We just haven't started yet.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's start hard, tomorrow, too, I right? think, having the, the <laughs> like, boundaries around that. Like, yes. when you have, like, these, like, societal pressures to be productive and get all this stuff done. And that's where, like, you have to get kind of creative or, like, ease yourself into it. Like, I know for me, I have been trying more in the car to listen to, like, different worship songs. or mm-hmm. And, like, for me, that's my, like, start of the day self-care and I, I can tell a difference when I don't do that. If I turn on the radio and listen to like the news or if I listen to like other music, like I definitely have a different kind of day than if I start my day. Um, and I, I have a just a really quick story about my youth group. Um, like the first couple of weeks that we were meeting with the kids because we started in the summer. Um, the day that we had youth group, I had like gotten in the car and started like a different playlist. Um, I want to say it was like 90s music or something, and I started playing it, and it would like go for 10 seconds and then stop, and so then wow. I, I tried a different song on that playlist, and it would go for 10 seconds and then stop, and so then I switched over to my Jesus and Coffee playlist, and I played, I started the song Waymaker, and it played all the way through and then continued on the playlist, and I was like, okay, this was a I nudge. It. I see you.
1: I love yes. it. I love it. That, sounds- yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. One well, of I- the things that I have started doing lately is listening to different... Um, I, I'm, I'm going to throw myself under the bus here by saying this. Please don't hate me. But I do listen to other podcasts.
0: <laughs> Besides ours? I know.
1: <laughs> Besides ours. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. <laughs> but... <laughs> And yes, I listen to us, but at the same time, I also listen to others because I get fed. And on the way in the, in the mornings, I've found that when I'm listening to a podcast um, and getting my mind refocused on Jesus, instead of all the busyness of the morning, that can get my day started off right as well. Yep. And the past two mornings, Shelly and I have prayed together before work, yep. and that has made a huge difference as well. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. It's been pretty amazing.
2: Yeah. Well, that that book that I've been reading that talks about, like, making that time to be still, one of its, like, you're going to try this for 40 days, and one of its requirements is, like, yeah, you can do it in the morning right when you wake up, and you can do it right before you go to bed, but also you're going to do it in the middle of your work day. (laughs) Yeah. Where you're going to for two minutes be completely still and quiet and I just kept thinking in my head like this is this is causing me anxiety to think about because I don't know when I'm going to fit these two minutes in and so I'm also right. going to on myself like I haven't I haven't committed to actually doing that yet but I, I I know that if I do it it'll it'll help me and so I just really need to do it because I'll see that immediate like this set me up to have a, a much better afternoon because I took the time to just be still and sure. to either reflect on something or reflect on a verse or, you know, whatever my message was at church. Um, I know it'll be better, but that's the thing is like it's so hard sometimes to make ourselves do what's good for us.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that sad that two minutes, which is not a very long chunk of time, Uh -uh. we still get anxiety trying to go, where am I going to fit that in? Where am I going to fit that in? But realistically, two minutes is not that, it's not that long, but it's kind of sad that we are so busy and we have taken on all of this that we are going, oh, I don't know where I'm going to find the time for this. Two minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and like, I'm, I'm lucky because most days I drive from one building to another building. And so like, maybe when I'm in the car, but then I also feel like I want to take that time to like, either like crank up you know, the music and like prep myself for the next thing I'm going to, or half the time I'm on the phone with somebody trying mm-hmm. to fix or talk through something. And so like wow. really being intentional of like, I'm going to just, this is my time and I'm going to take that time, but you're right. It is hard. And like, it is sad. Cause I like for two minutes to feel guilty about taking time for me, like yeah. being on myself or being a mental health professional and having those feelings, but you know, we're all human and that's, mm-hmm. that's how we are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel guilty when, you know, we get a little, um, lunch break in the afternoon and I feel guilty when I'm not working. Like if I decide I just want to read, or if I just want to do something personal, I feel guilty. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Same. If my lunch isn't something I can do while I'm on the go, (laughs) like, I feel like I've failed Uh, as a, as a professional and that's, that's, That's not okay. But at the same time, like, it's so important to, like, practice self-compassion with ourselves. And um, I, a couple weeks ago at our church, we talked about, like, the different kinds of grace to show, um, Mm -hmm. you know, God's grace towards us, um, grace towards each other. And then the last one was grace to ourselves. And so, like, Mm -hmm. you know, forgiving ourselves for our shortcomings, because Jesus already did that. Like, we're already forgiven for all of this. And so, like, yeah, we should try not to do these things, but, like, he's already got us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he knows. Yeah. He knows. Um, a scripture came to mind, um, you know, with us wanting to be more intentional in, in carving out these times, and we, we all know that we need to focus more on ourselves. We need to focus more on God. We need to make sure we're keeping that in, in our center. Uh, So I thought of this one, 1 Peter 5, 8. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So if we're not taking that time to keep ourselves in line, he's just there. He's just there, ready to pounce, ready to devour if we are not... Um, keeping ourselves steadfast in, in Christ, like, we really have to make that a priority, and, you know, that's, I think, a lot goes with focusing on mental health, that anxiety, he's there, he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're, you're awful, you're doing bad, you're, you know, and, and making you feel like you're not good enough, he's, He's right there saying, "Yeah, you. This isn't good. You're sorry. You failed. You're a loser." But we just have to remember that's not the truth. He's he's lying to us, and we need to keep that time to focus ourselves. So it's important. Let's all three do that, like in the middle of our day. Can we do that? Yes. Two Let's minutes. Do that with you, Rio. All right. I love it. With you.
2: Well, <laughs> and I think I think too. Like it's so important because if we like I love the idea of this because a way for us to take care of ourselves is by taking care of each other. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I talk a lot about like self care and self compassion, but like a being part of a church or being part of a team is being a community. And so being able yeah. to when you're not strong enough to combat those thoughts, like reminding each other like you are a, a strong, amazing person and you are loved and you are loved by God and just those reminders mm-hmm. because you know, sometimes we do get stuck in that negativity and we need help pulling ourselves out.
1: Yes. we put- and I have found ourselves doing that for each other lately. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and the good thing is if um you we usually don't well, I can't say that's what with hundred percent honesty. I was going to say <laughs> we we don't usually have bad days at the same time because usually we can Pull each other through, but there have been days where we're both like, "We're done. <laughs> we can't do this anymore." But we mm-hmm. like to, in a perfect world, if she's having a bad day, I can I can help her through, and if I'm having a bad day, she can help me through. And I think even if we are both having bad days, we tend to kind of cheer each mm-hmm. other on and be like, "We got this. We can do this. We
1: can do this. Past y'all, we got God." <laughs> <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I would like to just. Just say about Shelley, you mentioned with our enemy prowling around mm-hmm. and how he, he's there and he's telling us all those those negative thoughts about ourselves and reminding us, remember how you failed at this, you're just gonna fail at that and all those other things. And I have found that he will scream loud, very loudly, in order to drown out the whispers of Jesus. Mm. And, you know, you said reframe, Rio, is reframing those screaming things that the devil is screaming at us and putting them, what I like to call, is going to sound very cheesy, a truth filter, uh-huh. you mm-hmm. know, does that fit with God's word? Does that fit with what God says about me? Does And yeah. I, when, when I am successful at doing that, I always come out feeling better, yeah. however, I am not always successful doing that.
2: <laughs> and it takes a lot of practice too. Like I, I feel like I have come a long way in the last couple of years with being able to do that and take a step back and say like, no, I am, I am worthy. I am loved. I am, uh-huh. I am, I am good. But, yeah. but even, even with all the practice that I've had of taking that step back, like it's, there are still times where I stumble and, and that's just part of being human. And it's okay to to have those moments, but just picking yourself back up or finding those reminders and then taping them on your wall everywhere so that you're forced to look at it.
1: Absolutely. We are going to fully, right now, we are going to just back the post-it the post-its company, okay. go out and buy post-its, right? Yes. I just invested <laughs> in stock, so, exactly. so that
2: post-its, was
0: my plug. You
1: can send us a thank you later. but.
0: <laughs> hey, Steph, on the way to work this morning, you were telling me something about a, one of the podcasts you were listening to, and there was a statement mm-hmm. that, that you had heard. I don't remember what it was off the top of my head, but when you said it, I was like, oh, we probably should include that in our show tonight, because it was, it was kind of Going along with what we're talking about, do you remember
1: what it was? Yes, I do actually. Yeah. Um, I'd like to give credit to the Ten Minute Bible. Ten Minute Bible Talks um, is the podcast, um, and it's ironic because this one is actually forty minutes that I was listening to, not ten what? minutes. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It before. was really, really good, and it was just it was just chock full of good information. So I couldn't complain. And actually, they were talking about being mentally tough. And I thought, that's interesting. I like like that topic, being mentally tough. And they talked about what they had used to think that it was and what society thinks it is and what they really think it is now. And being mentally tough now, they said, is not allowing your circumstances or your emotions to dictate your actions and your day Um, just because you know, something happened that was crummy, doesn't mean that you have to have a crummy attitude the rest of the day. Um, And that kind of struck me too. But what struck me even more, and I know I'm going to get some of these details wrong. So please forgive me, I'll do the best I can. Um, But our president in the past, I believe it was FDR, had polio, was in a wheelchair. And he on this podcast was telling the story about how FDR had a friend who wanted him to give a speech and he was going to have to stand up and walk to the podium and he practiced for weeks getting a using a crutch to stand up and holding on to his son's arm and those kinds of things and when the day came he was able to stand up with a crutch and walk to the podium and he said sometimes people think being mentally tough is not being weak and not needing any help as he said sometimes Honestly, being mentally tough means admitting when you're weak and when you need help and admitting that you need a crutch and recognizing that and that that's not a bad thing. And I thought that was pretty powerful because he then referenced 2 Corinthians where Paul talks about the thorn in his side and, um, you know, how... God's strength is made perfect in our weaknesses, and so when we can own up and say, "You know what? I'm not strong in this area. I need help," Um, which for me is pretty much all of them. (laughs) Just just throw that out there. Like I need help in every area. Um, All. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But that you know, I can lean on God, and that's not a bad thing, right? And he's there for me. He will hold me up. You know, and I don't want to call God a crutch because it's not exactly. But at the same time, he will never let me down. He will continuously hold me up. Yeah. Every single time I lean on him. Yeah. 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 I could consider this
0: flower in my hair as a crutch. (laughs) There you go. See? I was telling the girls earlier. But you need to
1: share. (laughs) You need to share the story behind it. I
0: will. I will. I was telling the girls <laughs> earlier that um my philosophy is anytime you wear a flower in your hair you can't possibly be in a bad mood so this is uh it, i've done it whenever i feel like i'm you know i wake up and i'm kind of eh, i just put a flower in my hair it makes all the difference
2: <laughs> i used to I do know. that with like high heel shoes when i was gonna present for like a teachers or whoever and I, I don't do that anymore because my feet hurt all the time, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I used to do that because it just gave me that like little extra boost. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Um, one thing I did, I did want to mention, cause I feel like we, you know, we talked a little bit about like me- negative thoughts and like how they're so easy to get sucked into. Yes. One of the questions that, um, I kept coming back to in some devotionals that I was doing, um, based mostly around like thoughts or. Anxiety is a big one that I find myself like constantly coming back to and just wanting to right. more and more. Um, but there are these questions you can walk through when you have an, like an automatic negative thought, um, whether it's mm. like I'm not good enough or I, you know, I don't deserve this good thing that's happening to me. Like Shelly earlier, you said mm-hmm. like something good is happening. When is the other shoe going to drop? Um, so you can kind of walk through, is this thought true? Um, how does this thought make me feel? How would I feel if I didn't think this? And then this this question is my favorite and it's the one that guides me a lot more is what has God said about this thought? And so a lot of times I when I find myself feeling anxious, I get to that question and I I think about um, you know, be anxious for nothing, um, or mm-hmm. all of the different
0: yeah, um,
2: out of them. Yeah, I, I mean so yeah. many times, do not be afraid. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't remember how many, I know there's at least enough for each day of the year because there is calendar that I
1: saw. About there it. are a but lot.
2: Yeah. 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 And so being able to lean back on that question. And so replacing your negative thoughts with um, truth from scripture. And so I think that's such a mm-hmm. powerful tool that we can use, especially when like you have a Bible app on your phone, you can download. Yeah. Um, like it's exactly. just, it's so easy. There's not really an excuse to not have that tool in your toolbox all
0: the time. Right. Yeah.
1: No well, there's a couple of verses I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you.
0: No, I just said no excuse, ladies.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay, no excuse. (laughs) But there's a couple of verses that I think, you know, and we can put these in the notes, is John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Do not give you as, give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You know, it says right there. I'm giving you my peace. Yeah. Um, Psalm fifty-five, twenty-two. Cast your cares on the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Yeah. And I don't think that means that we're not going to have any trouble. I think sometimes that verse can get taken out of context. Well, he said he won't let me be shaken, so that must be in it's smooth sailing from here. Yeah. But yeah. that's not necessarily the case. I think he, the core of the Holy Spirit won't be shaken and if we can hold on to him then we won't be shaken and then and an, proverbs twelve twenty five, and we've talked about you know different things that you can do and how friends can build you up but proverbs twelve twenty five, anxiety weighs down the heart but a kind word cheers it up that's on I mean, my wall
2: in my room <laughs> <laughs>
1: Have that and that one. can be a kind word from a friend, but also can be a kind word to yourself. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. You know, and know the last
1: one I'd like, oh, I'm sorry.
0: No, I'll finish up and then I'll, I've got something to add to what you were saying.
1: Okay. The last one, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Um, and then this is one, uh, one of my favorite passages. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. And I will give you rest. Yeah. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. And that we all want a light burden. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So a couple scriptures ago you were talking about. Um, you know that, that it didn't say we wouldn't have troubles. And that made me remember 1 Peter 5.10 and this one you know what i don't i couldn't think that i'd ever even heard this scripture before when i read it i was like i don't recall that's really cool it says and the grace of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in christ after you've suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong firm and steadfast so after you've suffered a little while <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know he didn't say you weren't going to suffer. It's after you suffer
1: a little while, and he's going to rip you out of there and make it all better. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it, what is it, John, oh, I want to say 1631. Um, I'm thinking. And he says, you know, that he, uh, I'm going to look it up real quick. Oh, I told you this so you will not fall away. Um I messed up. I think I cannot I found the wrong verse. But he talks about how he's overcome the world. Do not be troubled. I have overcome the world. Is it 1631? No. Oh yes, 1633.
0: Okay, so I was close. You were so close. You get credit for that.
1: (laughs) Yay. (laughs) So that it be you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world
0: yes absolutely absolutely all right um ladies we are running long on time if we um we can always continue this next week or if we feel like we can close our chapter or whatever um anyway if you're do you have anything to add before we close out this evening
2: um i think just you know remembering that like it's so important for us to take care of ourselves and you know self-care is not always glitzy and fun sometimes it's like really digging in and figuring out where are the gaps or the holes in my heart and how do I need to fill them so that I can I can be a better friend neighbor Christ follower and so um I think just remembering that sometimes Doing the doing the work is hard, um, but it's really important to to do that kind of yes. searching through scripture or or whatever that looks like, and so and finding what works for you. Maybe I maybe I won't be able to sit still for two minutes in silence, <laughs> but I I can drive in my car and listen to Waymaker on repeat, and that's fine. Yes, <laughs> you just got to, You have to find what <laughs> works for you.
0: <laughs> Rio, you did mention, and and I thought of this after um, you mentioned earlier about the five uh, five finger. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, so
2: that I, that? yeah, I can, I can teach that really quick, um, so I, my husband and I started helping our church's youth group over the summer, and um, one of the things that we have to do is we lead the youth in prayer at the end, and it made me feel really uncomfortable to lead out loud, um, you know, those automatic negative thoughts again, saying, like, right. you know, you're not, what you say is not going to be helpful for these children, and, um, you know, you're you're going to mess that up or or whatever the thoughts were. And so um, one of my friends, Wendy, she pulled me aside and was like, oh, well, let me teach you this, this trick that I know about praying. And so it's called the five finger prayer. And so um, it kind of helps you stay organized when you're kind of thinking through your prayer, whether it's out loud or to yourself. Um, and it's helped me kind of stay on track and not kind of get lost and jumbled. Um, I think that you know, Jesus knows what's on your heart either way. But if you're talking in front of people, it's been super helpful for me. Um, but you kind of start with your thumb. Um, or no no, no, sorry. You start with your pointer finger. And so first is your finger points up to God. So you start off by thanking him. So for, you know, whatever is going on, thank you for Um, this life, thank you for the strength, or thank you for bringing me to Shelly and Stephanie and (laughs) allowing this time together. Um, And then you go to your second finger, which is um, leaders. So whether it's government
0: leaders
2: or your church leaders, leaders of like for us, like our job, um, how can you pray for those leaders? Then the third finger is, um, you know, usually wear a ring on this finger. And so you would pray for the people that you love. So whether it's your family, friends, um, really close colleagues, family, um, just what do you want to pray for, um, for them. And then your P is your littlest finger. So then you pray for um, the six week. And so I mean, there are so many people to pray for right now with COVID and just all of the things going on um, and people that are suffering. And so that's, that's kind of what you focus on. And then last, your thumb points back at you. And so then you take a minute and ask for what you need. Um, a lot of times I'm, mine's around being a, a better wife and a better family member and all of those things, but like really taking the time to ask for what you need. And so I just, the more that I've practiced that and um, with the teens that I work with, it's been really helpful because none of them want to pray out loud. And so at least we have a here's a process you can do for yourself, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I have
2: to play it back slower, (laughs) because I went through that pretty fast, but. Write
0: that down. So, um, (laughs) a couple of things that you, you mentioned in there that I wouldn't necessarily, well, one thing for, I wouldn't necessarily, um, on an everyday prayer, think to pray for leadership, like the leaders around me, like that is a special separate prayer, but I wouldn't, I've not really considered putting that into my everyday prayer. Um, that's probably necessary at this point in our lives, but I just hadn't considered that. That's good. I like that. Yeah,
2: well, and then it kind of you know sometimes it forces you to consider people that you don't always agree with or yeah. um, maybe decisions are being made and like i i would have never thought to do that either but when she said that or told me about it i was like, that that makes a lot of sense like yeah obviously i would want the people who are in charge of things to you know yeah. lead with lead with the love of jesus and whatever decisions they're making and so how easy is it for me to do that every time i pray now I've, i'll do it every time <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that a lot. That is really good. All right. Well, Steph, do you have anything to add?
1: Not this time. I'm looking forward to part two, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is a a topic that uh, we could find so much to pack in um, and definitely have another show, a follow-up show for this one, I feel like don't you Rio do you agree with that? oh yeah
2: yes for sure and mental health is just so you know mental health is something that impacts all of us Uh whether it's we have good strong mental health or we're struggling and I think that it's so important that we consider that when we also talk about our our faith okay well I like it
0: well thank you for being on with us and yeah thank you so much to all the viewers out there thank you for watching Uh, If you have any questions for um, for for us regarding mental health, if you want to reach out to Rio, we can certainly get you connected. Um, You know, if you have any thoughts or suggestions or anything for future shows, let us know, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you. Take care.